Welcome to True Parenting Audio, episode 24. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and this is True Parenting Audio the podcast where parents will find inspiration and practical parenting tips that not only change kids' behavior, but build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Thanks for joining us in this journey to be a true parent. Today we're going to be talking about how to help your kid when he's kind of a poor loser. I doubt there's a parent out there that won't have an experience with this at one point or another, even if maybe the poor loser is ourself. Everybody wants to win, and I've found that children like to win just as much as the next guy. Have you ever played a game with one of your kids and all is well until they don't come out on top? doesn't matter if it's a game of t-ball or old maid. We've all seen a child's mood turn on a dime when the score tilts in the other contestant's favor, or even worse, they lose the game altogether. Not all kids react in the same way, but I think we can all relate to the following different poor loser reactions. You might even notice some of your own reactions in these. The tantrumer. They light up the sky with their temper growls, swinging arms and legs, and even charging ensue. The powder. They whine and complain and talk about why it isn't fair. The silent type. They choose not to talk to anyone anymore that was mean because they were winning them in the game. The stalking avenger. They lie in wait to lash out at the victor. The refuser. They refuse to participate unless they can win. I recently got a Facebook message from a true mom that asked the following questions in regards to her little guy. She asked, It was my five-year-old son's sports day yesterday, and it was a disaster. He lost the first race, cried, and wouldn't join in, in with the rest. He was then upset for the rest of the day, Any ideas for managing bad losers? I tried the whole, it's not the winning that matters pep talk. I can feel both the frustration and concern of this mom for her son's reaction to losing. What advice would you give her? Please come on over to the the website and leave your thoughts and insights for this mom about what you might do with your child or what advice you might give her for her child. It was clear to me that there were several concerns associated with this issue. First, her son cried after something that was seemingly small and insignificant to her as the parent. Second, he refused to join in the rest of the activities. Third, his attitude continued all day, and I sensed that it was getting a little bit of a drag on the rest of the family, especially mom. And fourth, 
Mom wanted him to learn principles of true self-worth and value. Winning is not what matters. And skills to improve future experiences. The following four true principles will help us respond to a poor sport in positive ways that address each of the concerns above and teach the skills and values we want them to know. These principles will continue to build our relationship with our child and challenge us to continue to upgrade ourselves in the process. So here are four true principles to help a poor sport become a good sport. Number one, empathize. Help them manage their emotions. Don't worry about telling them how to think or feel about winning or losing at that time. Let them feel what they feel and just acknowledge it. Say something like, I'm sorry, man. It sounds like you're really upset about losing that game. That's tough. Lean in and put your hand on their shoulder or give them a hug if they need or want it. Help them cope with their big emotions and resolve them. There's no need to try to make everyone a winner or downplay losing. To your child, his upset is real. The best way to help a child, or anyone for that matter, resolve big, tough emotions is to understand. Number two, redirect and encourage them to engage again. The objective is to help them re-engage in fun, encouraging ways, not to pressure them into doing anything. If they say no, that's okay. The point is simply to invite them calmly, gently, and in a positive way. Number three, set limits and boundaries. Limit inappropriate behavior, but not the emotions. For instance, it's not okay for him to hit others because he's angry he lost, but it's fine if he wants to go for a walk by himself or cry if he needs to. Your child doesn't have to join in if he doesn't want, but you don't have to let your child's reaction ruin the day for you or the rest of the family. Continue to participate in the activities and gently invite and encourage your child to try again. Let them know that you want them to play and have a good time with you and the rest of the family. Number four, teach during the good times. Teach about winning and losing graciously. Teach about principles of healthy competition and about getting back on the horse, so to speak. You can do this during a weekly family night or read a fun book with examples of good and bad winners and losers and talk about it. Teach good sportsmanship by playing games together that teach not to brag or gloat when you win and not to complain and make demands when you lose. You could have a picture of a happy face with a baseball cap on and a sad face with a baseball cap on. One could be named good sport and the other poor sport. Then give them scenarios of different reactions to winning or losing a game and let your child decide whether the scenario represents a good sport or a poor sport. Tell stories about when you were a kid and how you got over the bad feelings you had when you lost. Your modeling will have a huge impact in the long run. There are many fun ways to teach these values and skills at other times than when tempers are hot and the losing score is still fresh in their mind. Remember, games are supposed to be fun. Help your child remember that and let this emanate from you. We all like to win, 
but help them find the value, the learning opportunities, the humility, and the grace of being okay with losing when it happens as well. When we follow these true principles, we find that there really are not poor losers, just hurting kids that need to be understood and guided. When this happens, we all win. So my question for today would be, how would you answer this mom's question about dealing with her poor loser? And what advice might you give her to help teach her son better sportsmanship? It's funny, as I read this woman's question to me this last week and wrote this article, I thought back to my own childhood, and I thought specifically to when I was about nine or ten years old, and my little brother, he's about two years younger than me, and I used to love to play with my little brother because I always won. But at this, this time... My brother found that he had a superhuman ability at the game of tetherball. And my parents decided to get a tetherball pole for my little brother. And he would invite me out to go and play a game of tetherball with him in the front yard. And we would go out there. And I thought for sure, the first time I played with him, I thought for sure that I would just, I would whoop him. But he showed me up and I found that my brother was was a champion tetherball player. Needless to say, I was not a gracious loser. I would usually try to follow up our games of tetherball with some other kind of game that I could beat him at so that my ego wasn't too too damaged after that that game of tetherball. Still to this day, I don't play tetherball with my little brother too often. I think if all of us think back to our childhoods and and think of, of the games that we played, again, like whether it was, was a sport or whether it was a board game, that sometimes losing just isn't very fun. And I think that remembering those things, remembering the feelings that come with that, can also be a huge help to us in empathizing with our own children when that happens and finding ways to help them find solutions and to re-engage in the activity and, and have fun and, and move forward and progress in their own, uh, their own experience of, of growing in whatever that game is, getting better at it and, and succeeding ultimately. Um, whether that means losing graciously or whether that means winning um, and really excelling at a a particular thing. So I hope that this has been beneficial to you and I hope that you're able to use these skills as you go out and play with your family. So go ahead and uh, go on back to trueparenting.net. You can read all of the article there and leave your comments for this mom of what advice you might give her. Um, Also, if you haven't had a chance, come on over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave a rating and review for the podcast. I'd appreciate that. And it helps other moms and dads find true parenting um, over those airwaves. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you again next time. 